J-Log. Yes, sir. It's Cards with Juice, episode seven. Episode seven. Oh, actually, I thought it was episode eight, but okay. Never um, mind. It, I think you're right. Yeah, I, I did. No, I it, I am right. It is episode seven because I used my hands and two fingers on the other hand, so that's seven, right? Uh, that's yes, exactly. That would be seven. Cards with Juice. Hockey Card Podcast, Episode 7. We got a lot to get to. Let's just jump right in. Okay, sure. J-Lock? Chrono Card. Cards with Juice partnered with Chrono Card, the best AI software for the card collector and card seller. Check out our website, cardswithjuice.com. You'll see all the information. This Chrono Card is absolutely wonderful. It has sped up our ability to list on eBay by a million trillion gazillion percent. I'm not kidding. How many fingers do you have? I got a lot of fingers. I got a lot of fingers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Real quick, last year manually, J-Lock and I were able to post 4,200 cards on eBay. Doing it the old school way. Using Chronicard's AI software, we put up 4,526 cards last month. That's right. And that's 426. What did you say? 400? No, 4,226? 4,526. 4,500 cards with no damage to any of the cards. They look beautiful. They look as beautiful as, well, as I do. And not saying something, folks. You got to see this guy. J-Lock, let's jump right in here. We got a bunch of stuff to talk about. It is absolutely Connor Bedard mayhem. It is. 23-24. It's so much fun. Uh, 23-24 MVP series just came out yesterday, day before Wednesday, I guess. Wednesday or Thursday, on the 10th. And... uh, Going, this is absolutely crazy. So there is in the 23-24 MVP, there is a Connor Bedard redemption card, which means you find this redemption card and then you send it into Upper Deck and Upper Deck will send you back the first Connor Bedard card. And people, including Cards with Juice, you can see the videos on our social media. We are breaking boxes. We're all hunting down this Connor yeah, Bedard. Everybody's on the hunt. Everybody's now, on the hunt. J-Lock, we are going to keep the millions and millions of fans on edge as to whether Cards with Juice has hit on the Connor Bedard uh, redemption mayhem. Um, they're yeah. going to have to go over to our videos on TikTok. Sorry, the tick. The tick. <laughs> and Instagram. Uh, go over there, check it out, and you will find yeah. out if Cards with Juice hit on the Bedard. But it's a lot of fun. The boxes are, what, 89 bucks, And they're cool cards. I like the cards I've said for the last yep. couple weeks. I really like MVP. Great set for the kids. Cheaper That's price right. point. Yep. And, hey, how much fun can it be? You can break a box with your kid, and you can hit on a Connor Bedard. I have read 100 different things. I'm not sure what's actually accurate. I, I read some. Don't quote me. Don't, don't send me messages. Tell me I'm wrong. Um. From what I understand, there's 1,250 of these Connor Bedard redemptions. Yes, that's yeah, that's um, kind of what's floating around out there. That's yep. what's floating around. We don't, we're not official uh, news gatherers, but that's what we hear through the uh, the grapevine, as I say. So I don't know if it's true or not, but hey, if there is, there's 1,250. There are some out on eBay right away. They were literally so this set dropped the day it dropped. Two hours later, there were some up on uh, yeah. eBay. Yep. These guys are really lucky. Um, I'm seeing it around $2,400 for a buy it now. And I'm seeing some auctions that I'm watching right now very curiously. They started at, well, last night I checked J-Lock. was the last time I checked. And there were bids coming in at, in the $900 range. So far. $900 for a card that is not even printed yet. It's the, not, the even, not even here. probably hasn't been taken yet. <laughs> but, uh, so... Yeah, I'll keep an eye on eBay. I think they were on four or five day auctions, so it'd be interesting to see. Next podcast, we'll be able to see what these redemptions actually sold for. Um, right, right. How about the 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 Connor Bedard J Lock sent me over something there middle of the week. Twenty one twenty two game used autograph by Connor Bedard. Uh, it is on eBay right now. Now you talk about fingers and toes, J Lock. Um, take your shoes. <laughs> are you wearing shoes and socks right now, buddy? 
Uh, I got my uh, I got my sandals on so I can see my bare toes. Oh, that's pretty. There's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing better than bare man feet. Oh yeah. There you go. Oh yeah. Yes, sir. Wow. Everybody <laughs> wants to see that. <laughs> Twinkletoes.com. Lovely. Um, Twinkle. Tasty toes tasty right toe. here. Uh, this Conor Bedard 21-22 game used is listed for, ready, ready, J-Log. Well, J-Log already knows. $739,973.25. Again, J-Log, I'm going to say it. Hey, dude, what do you need the 25 cents for? He's sitting in his living room. He's like, how much should I sell this for? I should sell it for $700,000, but I need an extra quarter because, because you know what it is. Helicopter fuel went up and forked over. Yeah. So they got it. They got to get it. No, it's like, I need an extra quarter because you know, that coffee crisp chocolate bar in the vending machine at work. Well, they cost a buck and a quarter. So I want that quarter. Okay, nobody is going to pay $739,000 for this card. We both know it. No, that's right. Um, you know, It's an asking price. It's an asking price. It gets a... T- hey, you know what? The, the seller on eBay, maybe he's a genius because, listen, we're, ta- our attention. we're talking about it. That's right. That's right. You know, it's a good really? marketing thing. You know what, J-Lock? Maybe if we were a bit smarter, we would have posted a card for a million dollars and people would be talking <laughs> and then they'd be like, well, who are these two idiots at Cards with Juice? Because we're talking about this guy. That's right. That's right. There are no doubt. But if you have an extra $739,973.25, head on over to eBay. Right. And take yeah. a look at this autographed Connor Bedard 2122 game is Jay um I went over to the bank last night. Here's here's the kicker. I oh, had exactly Yeah. I had exactly <laughs> Right? Story of my life. I was gonna buy this card. I went up to the bank teller, I'm like, How much money have I got in my account? And she says, <laughs> You have seven hundred and thirty nine thousand nine hundred and seventy three dollars. And I said Oh, do I happen to have an extra quarter? And she said, I'm sorry, sir, you don't. I can't buy the card, J-Lock. I'm a quarter you see, short. You could, have, you could have went to see the loans officer. I'm sure they would have loaned you a quarter. <laughs> loaned me a quarter? Uh, yeah, maybe not. Um, not for a quarter of a dart. Um, no. <laughs> anyway, it's crazy. The, the frenzy around this, it's going to be so much fun when um, this young gun comes out. Now, here, here's another thing I noticed this week, J-Lock, and I'm yep. just... Is this, again, the Connor Bedard effect? That's what we're calling it at Cards with Juice, okay? The right. Connor Bedard effect. All right. The Bedard effect, yes. Twenty-three, twenty-four Black Diamond releases January 30th, 2024. Right. Six months away. Or, well, yeah, give or take six months away yet. Yep. It is already sold out on pre-sale. I can't find it. Unbelievable. Anywhere. Now, someone will message us and say, oh, it's right here. We know. But... On the the suppliers that we get the cards from, and doing a quick uh, search in Canada, I can't find everywhere I I look. I this is sold out. Now, what's Great. interesting to me is the twenty two twenty three Black Diamond is released August twenty third, which is uh, two weeks from now. Right. Are we. Yep. It's not sold out. It's not amazing, isn't it? So, well, I mean, even look at this week, right? I would love to compare an upper deck the the sales of MVP sets last year compared to this week. Absolutely, again, right? I I bet yeah, MVP. You can still get it. There's probably still sets sitting on the store shelf somewhere from last year's MVP set, and I bet you this year's they're all gone. They're all gone. <laughs> again, the Bedard effect. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We got amazing. Co- we got to copyright that, J-Lock, Bedard Effect. Yeah, the Bedard Effect, yeah. It sounds so scientific. It does, so don't anyone else use it. But it, it just came it came across when I was doing the new releases, and I'm like, wow. So this, J-Lock, it has to be the Bedard Effect, right? It has to be. Right, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, it, I'm sure it is, right? There's a lot of anticipation for this young man. I mean, he's racked up an amazing record in the... Uh, 
Western Hockey League with the Regina Pats, uh, no doubt about it. But yeah, this Bedard effect, what would you call that? Like valuing, valuing something? Like, is that like counting chickens before they hatch? Well, it's counting 739,973.25 chickens. Before he scored an NHL goal. That's amazing. A lot of pressure on the kid. I wish him well. No doubt. Uh, No doubt. How fast will Series 2, remember everyone, Connor Bedard will not be in the November 1st release of Upper Deck Series 1. He will be held off until Series 2. Um, how fast is Series Two? So it, it, it right. It's not yeah. available yet for um, pre-sale, but man, oh man, the minute it comes out, um, I would say if you are hunting Connor Bedard Young Gun, you want him on the on the pre-sale. Right, right. Or or will all his Young Guns be the twelve hundred fifty redemption cards? No, my understanding, and I could be wrong again. Um, that no, the young guns will be separate. This redemption will be something different. Okay, so it's like a special. So which becomes his rookie card? Wow, well, there's many rookie cards. Well, the young. I think the it'll stay the, the course, right, J Lock. The young gun will be. Yeah, the young gun will be the standard. Yeah, you know, this is my this is my argument with all the uh, the junior cards that are out there with with Connor Bedard, right? With him right. in the Western Hockey League with the Regina Pats and all that stuff. Yep. Um, yep. Some people are asking ridiculous amounts. I, I, I don't think that's going to be the card. That's not going to be the Wayne Gretzky rookie, quote unquote. Right. The Connor Bedard right. young gun is going to be the Wayne Gretzky rookie. Right. That, yeah. Yep. I agree. And we and J Lock brought us uh, a boatload of Wayne Gretzky information last podcast. And I, I was thinking, J Lock, what, what we should do is do exactly what we did in, in 1980 and we should get our Connor Bedard Young Guns card. Put them in our bicycle spokes. Put them in our bicycle spokes. <laughs> Throw it against the wall. <laughs> so we were talking about this, right, J-Lock, the, uh, the games we played with the Wayne Gretzky cards, right? Oh, so man, man. So look, we'll run through a couple of these because they're just fun. I was thinking about it after the podcast. I, I hadn't thought about it for years and then when you brought it up, J-Lock. So... I remember him. So J-Lock grew up. It might be different for J-Lock. J-Lock grew up in a in a one cow town. Um, no, no. We had two cows. Be fair. Two, two cows. <laughs> I'm a city. Juice is from the city. J-Lock is from the country. So yeah. we are we are basically a... Uh, we're actually a number one hit country song. <laughs> the, boy, the boy from the city finds the boy from the country. From the country. <laughs> They live happily ever after. So oh. J-Lock's got, got cowboy boots on and <laughs> Luke Combs, if you're listening, give us a call. We have a song idea for you, Luke. Yeah, that's sure. Write it up. Come on. Oh. Come on. Um, yeah, if Luke Bryan, don't call us because your teeth are too white for me. I can't handle right. you. I just can't. But Luke Combs, I like you. You're talented. Yeah. You're a, and, and he's husky. Right? Just yeah, like I've talked about. Yeah, yeah. So, Luke mm-hmm. Combs, give us a call. We have a song idea about the boy from the city and the boy from the country. From the country. <laughs> Here in the city, I only went, I swear to God, I only went to school in grade 7 and 8 so I could throw hockey cards against the wall. That's right. It was hockey yeah. cards. And, and did, J-Lock, did you guys play foot hockey at school? Uh, sorry? Foot? Foot hockey. hockey. Yeah, see, there's the difference between the city and the country. So, yeah. so do you remember we'd have on our, our Greb work boots, or do you remember the Cougar boots? Yes, I remember the Cougar boots. Remember the Cougar boots? So, Cougar Every... boots, Cougar boots oh, for anyone. Man. Yeah. They, 1980 calls, they want their boots back. <laughs> they were this rawhide leather boot with a big, yep. high rubber silicone sole. Yep. And what would and they, there was a little bit of fur inside. Yeah, they were like like red velvet or red, something. Like, yes, Jaylock, yeah. you're right. They're red velvet, but they had great grip on the ice. So we used to we used to take a tennis ball and we would set up um, in the schoolyard. We'd set up nets with whatever we had. We'd I'd right. take my math textbook and put it down in the snow. That was now goalpost <laughs> number eleven. Oh, that explains now why he doesn't know what episode number. <laughs> you get it? Yeah, Mrs. Lethbridge. I don't know how my book got wet. I have no idea. Anyway, um, and we would play hockey with a tennis ball in an area with with our boots 
and and it was foot hockey because we didn't have sticks. You kicked the ball along with your feet, you duck, and then you would shoot on goal. And cougar boots were the best because they had that big rubber silicone sole. And when you toe kicked that tennis ball with the cougar boots, you had an Austin Mathis snapshot. You guys didn't play this down on the farm? We played soccer. <laughs> no. It was called foot hockey because oh, foot hockey. I grew up in Toronto. <laughs> we're playing soccer. No. We're playing hockey with no sticks. Okay. See, you're such a country guy. No. No farm boy. It was foot hockey. No. We Be- played on hockey. <laughs> <laughs> so the cougar boots were the best, and we would go to school. And, the, and I love the cougar boots because remember they'd get wet and then your mom would be like, oh, that's okay. They're leaking inside and your feet are cold. That's all right. Put your foot inside this milk bag, then put it inside the boot. Remember that? Oh, we, we did that. So we, we played pond hockey in the country, which was actually ice hockey on a pond, on a frozen outdoor pond. Well, we don't have any water here. Go ahead. And, uh, and but we always wore hand-me-down skates right your older cousin or whatever like some the skates were handed down and i remember my first pair of skates learning to skate had to be stuffed full of newspapers (laughs) (laughs) my feet would fit in there (laughs) i could skate on my ankles as good as anybody The newspaper jammed in the toe, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They were probably four sizes too big. No doubt. Like, I think it was a, a whole edition of the local paper were stuffed in each each boot. And uh, there we went skating sideways on my ankles. Oh, man. And your mom and dad, you're out there on your on your ankles. And your dad's like, no, nah, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I got blisters from skating. <laughs> Your dad was saying to your mom, you know, if we lived in the city, he'd just be at the schoolyard playing foot hockey. Playing soccer. It's not soccer. Foot hockey. Oh, foot hockey, because it was a tennis ball. Amazing. So so you take, look, soccer is played on a big thing in the summertime in the, in the, uh, on grass with big gold nets and it's boring as all can be. Okay. All right. All right. Hockey, on the other hand, is played in a smaller area and is lots of fun. (laughs) Thank you, J Lock. You just you're you're very welcome, sir. (laughs) You just described you just described my family dinners when the when the Italians say no, soccer is better than hockey. No, it's not. No, no, no. Soccer's stupid. Hockey's fun because it's smaller and you don't have to run as far. That's right. That's right. Like, Thanks, Mike Volunteer. Like Mike and Johnny from last week, they're now playing ball hockey. Right, right. Instead of playing soccer or ice hockey. You see, J Lock, you're missing the boat here, buddy. I know. Hey, believe me, it's the story of my life. So, <laughs> it's not the first time I've missed the boat. So we would take these hockey back to the hockey cart. So we would take our Wayne Gretzky hockey. Okay, so now let's see if there's something different, J Lock, in the city yep. as opposed to your your two two car two cow town and your newspaper stuffed in the toe of your hockey boot. I love it. Um, <laughs> and your your mother's like, don't give him that one. It's got a coupon for bread. <laughs> Cut it out first, Arnold, then put it in his skate. That bread's only 28 cents this week. Yeah. That's, you're probably not too far off wrong with that either. Ask me, ask Mama J-Lock if she saved the coupons. Um, okay, so we would take the we would take the cards, and I remember one of the games was called like Noxies or something. We would take the cards and we would stand them on edge and lean them against the wall. And right. then you would stand back, I don't know, five feet, three feet, I don't know how far it was. Mm-hmm. And the idea was to was to whip the card. You, you, we put the card between our second finger and our index finger, and then you would snap it. Right, and you spin it like it's like gold takeoff, like a helicopter kind of a thing. Like, I right? <laughs> I can't. More helicopters <laughs> from Fort Hill. I got it, J-Lock. We got it. Okay. You're right. So it would take off like like a like a hel- like a black helicopter, right? And it would right. go against J-Lock. J-Lock can't breathe right now. Um, and you would throw it against the wall. And the idea was to knock down the cards. Now, J-Lock, if I remember correctly, you'd put up what 10, 12 cards, and whoever knocked down the last card got what how the collection of cards that had collected up against right, the wall. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We yeah we did see we did something similar, but it was wasn't it. 
they had a like they had to land against the wall like face up like if the cards because most cards would just hit the wall and fall down right right and then but we would do it i think everybody would take a turn throwing a card and then if your card happened to like that wouldn't be quite vertical but angle against the wall with the face out then you kind of won and you took all the cards that were on the ground already kind of a thing jaylock yeah i think that yeah, I think that's a variation of the game I was just talking right. about because I remembered what you're talking about. It was almost like a reversal where you'd play the game where you'd knock them all down or what you're talking about, and it was literally you were trying to throw the card so that it would stand up against the yeah. wall. You're not right. wrong. And that was harder. It was yeah, easy to throw them like a helicopter and knock them down. Right, right. But I can, so yeah, I don't know. You're right, J Lock. We did. There were two variations of the game. I can still remember, though, those piles of cards collecting and collecting. And the bigger that collection on the ground, or let's be honest, in the snow, would be. Right, yeah. <laughs> you would sometimes get kids just gathered around by the lot and didn't even care about hockey cards. They're like, look at how many cards. Because sometimes if a, if a card was up against the wall in a weird position, it was a bugger to knock it down. Right. And you were right. just throwing and, cards, throwing cards, throwing cards. Sometimes it'd be a lot of cards. And I know, and I remember you you had to shuffle your collection so that you never knew what card you were going to throw, right? Right. So somebody, and, and I, if I remember right, you'd have him like face down. Yep. And like somebody could have, say, potentially thrown like a Wayne Gretzky rookie. Oh, no, no. And, and, and would have, have no choice no. but to give it up to the guy who manages to stand up, you know, J-Lock. whatever. Not could have. No, no. This guy juiced it. <laughs> juiced it. Oh, juiced it. Juiced it. And that's why Juice doesn't live in Cabo. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. And remember the, remember, like, we would do this in the snow. So you would literally, you'd, you'd win or you'd lose and it'd be, oh, my God. But basically, you know what's funny? Just to let everyone know, in Ontario, Canada, this was gambling and the schools allowed this right <laughs> think about this we were gambling at 10 and the, yeah. and the teachers were like well eh, they're not killing each other who cares well that's right they're out of our hair for 10 minutes so. <laughs> <laughs> because if you lost it was like holy jumping i just lost a lot of cards i worked right. i worked right. hard buying smokes for my dad yeah. to get this yeah. these cards i ran in that corner store a lot of times to get these packs of cards oh man and jaylock we would we would go up eh, in this in the snow because it's snow people think it snows now we, no 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 we had real snow and we still went That's to school right. there was no snow days when we went to school it was like oh yeah it's a very foot of snow few, very few you, you best be going you best be That's figuring right. it out um but we would just pick up all these cards they were laying in the snow in the water we'd pick them up try them off against our 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 uh, yeah, jackets, jeans, right? <laughs> Stick them in your cougar boots and warm them up and dry them out. <laughs> the good thing for me was I was, of course, wearing husky corduroys, so I had extra drying material on my corduroy jeans. Hey, hey, being a full-figured husky kid had it had its advantages. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there was there was another game too, Jaylock. I can't remember the name of it, um, but you would stand. Your cards were face down, and you would stand face to face, and you would hold them. Say, okay, so you would have a stack of cards in your left hand, all right? Right. And yep. the guy you were battling, it's, it's, I guess it's kind of like puck battles and card battles that they have today. And it would be, you would have the cards face down, so you couldn't see the team, team name. Okay. You would flip the card, and it would be St. Louis. Okay. He would flip his card. And then you'd flip your card and be Toronto. And it was something like, okay, if we whoever gets the third match, you get all the cards that are in the pile. So it'd be yeah, like uh, so Toronto. It's kind of like, like war. Kind of like, like kind of like war. Like yep. yep. So you what you would do was, and it was the same idea that you you talked about. You would shuffle the deck because you'd have your good Wayne Gretzky rookie cards and your other cards that you really didn't want it, but you wanted to battle, so you had to use it. Right. And you shuffle them up, and then you turn it, turn them, turn them, turn them, turn them. And I think, like I say, if you got it was the best three out of five, or and then it was the same thing because sometimes as you're turning these cards, going St. Louis, Minnesota, you know. Toronto, there, there was no Anaheim or Las Vegas no, back then. No, but, no, there's no. <laughs> and this pile would just grow up, and whatever was in that pile, the winner, you just walked away. Yeah. I remember kids crying. 
Yeah, winner winner takes all, right? That, winner takes that all. Was the rule of, that was the rule of the schoolyard. Winner takes all. That's, yeah, you could lose your whole entire <laughs> collection that day if the things didn't go right. And, yep. and, and again, we did this in the schoolyard. You, you couldn't do this today. They'd be like, give Johnny a participation card. <laughs> or just give Johnny his cards back. You just, guys have had fun, now give his cards back. Matthew, Matthew, now you, Matthew, now you give, you give Justin's cards back to him right this minute. Back then, little, little, little Kevin would be crying in the corner and be like, I don't care, I got his cards. Yeah, I look, care. I got his Wayne Gretzky rookie. <laughs> I'm going to take this Wayne Gretzky and on the way home, I'm going to put it in my bicycle spokes. Because <laughs> I'm not going to be in Cabo in 50 years. That's right. There we go. There you See? go. It all comes back to bite you in the end. I will guarantee oh. you there are absolutely zero card games being played anywhere in North America at schoolyards today. No. Not a chance. Card, I would say cards come out of the wax and into plastic binders immediately. Everything, it, it was, um, you know what? It was just fun back then. Yeah, it was different. No doubt. It was just no fun. Doubt. Yeah. But yeah, it was, uh, it was interesting, the difference. Um, yeah, try, try going to a schoolyard and introducing these games today. would be like, oh, no, 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 no. My, my cards, like you said, you're like, my cards are in plastic binders at home. Right. That's yeah. I don't. I don't carry them in my back pocket. <laughs> to school. <laughs> then they'd be like, and "Why?" Is... I mean, half the cards were rounded. They'd be having them in the back pocket, sitting on them all day. Absolutely right. We just throw them in our back pocket. Plus, yeah. the kids would be like, "Why is that? Why is that middle-aged fat guy over there wearing husky pants? Where'd he get those?" <laughs> do you want to see my cougar boots? Because they're really cool for for foot hockey. <laughs> what not uh, this week? Uh, I guess I should word that the other way, just in some more card news and fun. We're just we're just having fun. It's just what J Lock and I do with this. We just we're just here to talk a little little hockey card, have some fun. We don't take it too seriously, guys. It's a hobby. Uh, That's right. It's, it's a fun hobby. It's a hobby. Have fun with it. Way too much serious in the world. We all got issues. We all got problems. Just cards are just fun. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean, do you know? Do you know what, J Lock? I, I got to tell you this. I got to tell you this. This is a true story into the insight of uh, the what do we call this? Punchbowl Studios. So Punchbowl Studios. That's right. I have a terrible habit, J Lock. Okay, in the studio here when I set up in front of the mic. So I always have a couple pieces of paper in front of me, and right. I doodle while we talk. I don't know why. I don't draw. I can't draw. But right. I have this really bad habit of, well, we chit-chat. Yep. I doodle just whatever, okay? Okay. So while I'm talking, I'm doodling. Why? I don't know. My therapist and I are working through it. But I always have a couple pieces of paper. Sure. And I have one piece of paper sitting in front of me. And I just realized while we were talking about throwing cards against the wall and I'm doodling, J-Lock? Yeah. I'm not doodling on the piece of paper. I am doodling on that purple and white custom painted cards with juice mat that we do the. What? Yeah. Don't do that. I can't. J Lock, this is a true story. I can't wait to send you a picture of how stupid I am. I am. Beautiful punch bowl studio placement. So we have this big placemat. It's like two by three. It's all. It's all. It's all painted in purple and white. Looks right. really. J Lock and I think it looks really cool, and that's all that really matters. That's right. Really, that's all that matters. And we are the two coolest guys in the block. Our mom said so. We've had it for since day one, and. Yep. I have now taken a one, I can't wait to tell Mrs. Juice, she's going to be like, you're an idiot. You're just an idiot. And I have, you're an idiot. And I have taken a, a, a two by two inch section of it and just doodled shit on it. Someday that will be worth a lot of money when the cards with juice really takes off. That'll one inch away excited. from the piece of paper that I put on the mat while I, nice. while I do these, I have written a right on the mat. Anyway. All right. That's wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> Moving on to what I was going on to. Um, the launch of Fanatics Live. We'll talk about this for a quick second. Um, yep. Competing against Whatnot. So Whatnot has been probably the biggest. I want to say the only kid on the block because you've got TikTok and you've got breaks on Instagram. And 
YouTube, etc., etc. But whatnot is exclusively there for breakers and selling of cards. Mostly, let's just be honest, they're there for the breakers. We all know it. Yeah. Yeah. J Lock and I did a uh, a bunch of breaks on uh, on whatnot um, when it first came out. Great, great app for it. Like it worked. It's, it it's absolutely well. great. Um, it's absolutely amazing and terrific if you're a member of the United States of America. Um, really tough climb if you're uh, born and raised in in Canada and yeah the American breakers have huge advantages on there it is what it is there's nothing you can do about it but um, now fanatics has launched uh, what two two weeks ago now Jluck uh, yeah Give or take. Like that. Yep. they have yep. launched fanatics live which is pretty much the same thing as, as they're going head to head against whatnot um, I don't have any insight on it i just thought it was interesting a lot of people aren't aware of fanatics live so really that's the only reason that we're mentioning it this week um don't follow a lot on whatnot anymore we're jaylock and i are really really busy with the sailing and selling of the cards and the podcast and the posts on social media so we just don't participate a lot over at whatnot anymore but i'm very interested jaylock to see how fanatics and whatnot battle for the same space yeah so uh, I know I don't, but do you have do you have any acts? I guess you'd need the Fanatics app to really follow anything on there, right? Well, it seemed to me um, I only attempted it once. I did sign up Cards with Juice at Fanatics Live. Um, my now again, here you can hear them coming, right? Jay Lock, listen off, listen off. <laughs> no, Jay Juice, you're wrong. You're wrong. I believe it's only available in the U.S. right now. I don't believe it's available here, and I'll uh, tell you okay. why. All right, that's yeah, that could be. I, when, I just wonder if anybody is going to make uh, like if some of your popular whatnot breakers will now make a move to Fanatics, or if they will do like both. Yes, I don't know. That's like, a I, great I'm, just, question. I'm just curious. I don't know either what what anybody's going to. Uh, but and it might be hard to follow if you if you actually don't have the app or however. When however when I went to download works. it. Uh, the first day that whatnot went well, they went. It was at the national. That's what it was. It was at the national. So it was right. exactly yep. two weeks ago. Uh, when I went to download it from here in uh, Toronto, um, right. it said I didn't have access. So I don't okay. know if the first few. And I'll be honest with you, Jaylock. I didn't go back and try it again. Um, maybe the first couple of days it wasn't available. Maybe it is only a U.S. thing. But it is right. interesting what you just brought up. Well, like, you know, the guys like Breezy. You know, Breezy the Breaker, who's massive on whatnot, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, and uh, will they now go over to Fanatics, or will they do both? Will you find Money Moose just sticking to whatnot, or does she bring her talented yeah, breaks it, it, over to yeah, Fanatics Live as well? Yep. I don't know. I don't know. You know what? I think you know what I'm going to do, Jaylock. I'm going to reach out to Breezy and ask him if he plans to go to. Oh, there we go. I'm yeah. going to write that down right here on my custom on your, painted map. <laughs> on your doodle sheet? <laughs> you know what? Right there beside the purple C- CWJ logo. Yeah, yeah. Ask Reezy about fanatics. <laughs> I'm going to ask, J-Lock, you just, uh, yeah, that's a great question that I don't have an answer to. I am going to contact Breezy later today and say, hey, Breezy, are you going over to fanatics? I'm just curious. I'm just being, I'll blame it on you. I'll just right. say J-Lock's we're just, nosy. We're and, just being nosy Canadians. Yeah, I just, J-Lock wants to know uh, what y'all doing, so I will, uh, yeah, great question, J-Lock. But see, you are smarter than you look. <laughs> All right. And I don't look too smart. Let's get into the, yeah, so the Fanatics and whatnot competing for the same breaker space. Uh, Going to be interesting who wins. Fanatics has a lot of backing and a lot yeah, of connections. Yeah, they're a big sports memorabilia company. That yeah, the great. jerseys, the cards, and on and on and on. I mean, it is the Fanatics business of is sports memorabilia, collectibles, and now into the breaking and, the, you know, whatnot. Um, just basically as an app. That's all they are. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how this all plays out, and it'll be interesting to see what Breezy's doing. Uh, new releases. Real quick here, well, let's run through these, and then we've got to hand this off uh, as uh, J-Lock takes center stage with the uh, card of the week. Uh, we got a bunch. It is just a boatload coming out. August 16th, 2122 Stature comes out. 
Best price we can find. $174.99 in Canada. Eight cards, one box. So sorry, other way around. One box has eight cards in it for $174.99. I, I just shake my head every time I see I say this stuff out loud. You, you get eight cards and it costs you 200 bucks. Okay. 23 uh 24 MVP, which just dropped a couple of days ago. Run out there, you can grab that. You're looking for the Connor Bedard draft number one redemption card that's the one that you want it's a fun set open a box this morning and uh look for the videos on the tick and instagram you'll see them there that's do, right do cards with juice hit a bedard uh you'll have to watch find to find out. out you'll have to watch to find out uh august 15th um oh sorry cheapest price i'm seeing for mvp 84.99 um yeah plus plus tax don't forget in plus Canada tax, plus a nick plus a quarter yes plus the tax <laughs> so that we can pay for certain people to take their families on vacations for a week that's right there we go yes a week after they separate I'm confused yeah. I don't understand what's going on <laughs> <laughs> I just read the paper anyway 2122 premiere comes out August 15th 300 degrees from now yeah yes exactly next uh, next week next Wednesday Thursday carry the one somewhere in there uh, Twenty-one, twenty-two premiere, three forty-nine, ninety-nine. Best price we could find. One box, six cards, and then, yep. as we alluded to earlier in the show, uh, the twenty-two, twenty-three black diamond, uh, three twenty-nine, ninety-nine. One pack, six cards, comes out August twenty-third, which is the week after next. And they're not sold out. And yet. they're not sold out. And. The 2324 Black Diamond, which is releasing January 30th, 2024, is sold out already. So, boo-hoo on you if you don't have your 2324 Black Diamond ordered. J-Lock, the crowd is going crazy. Oh, no, not again. It is just, it is basically the same. It is just <laughs> like a Bon Jovi concert in 1988, <laughs> except there's less tube tops and high heels in the audience. It is time for J-Lock to take center stage with the Cards with Juice Card of the Week. Infamous Card of the Week. Card of the Week. Go, J-Lock. Hey, before we get to the Card of the Week this week, kids, let's talk about protecting your cards and... BGL, big George LaRock, started a company after his NHL career of uh, protecting cards with sleeves, top loaders, thick top loaders for the bigger cards. And Cards with Juice has uh, an affiliation with Big George LaRock and BGL card protectors. If you go to our website, cardswithjuice.com, scroll down, you'll find a code that you can use to save a few bucks on buying BGL protectors for your special hockey cards that didn't get thrown against the school wall. Head to the website, get that code, and save some money. Because who doesn't like saving money? Card of the week, J-Lock. Card of the week. Okay, card of the week this week. We're going to go back to 2005-2006, Upper Deck Young Gun number 443 which is the rookie card of the capital left-winger Alexander Ovechkin. He was drafted first overall in 2004 by the Washington Capitals from Russia, but did not play that year due to a little tiny labor dispute in the NHL. So his rookie year actually started in 2005. Okay. So that card is, it is a young gun rookie. Uh, Search around on eBay and stuff that, card is anywhere in the 900 to 1600 dollar range depending on its grading um there's also a rookie class card number two which was an upper deck set a, a nine grade in that set is only worth about 100 bucks so yeah interesting um, yeah i thought actually that was kind of interesting there's also the uh, upper deck victory series and an ovechkin rookie from that year graded an 8.5 is about $145 and in Juice's favorite set the MVP set OV had OV which is Ovechkin's nickname had a rookie card and it's around $300 for you know for an 8 or a 9 graded by SCG 
even in the so, MVP side, it's still worth 300 bucks. That's interesting. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, again, it's obvious the young gun is the uh, is the standard. Um, anywhere from six six hundred to you know eight hundred dollars more than any of his other so-called rookie cards. Right. And this anyway, is what'll happen with the Bedard thing too. I, I would imagine, yep. right? It, it's going to be the young gun that is going to set that standard. But anyway, since he stepped into the NHL with the Washington Capitals, um, Ovechkin has become quite the hockey superstar. He is second to Gretzky in total goals scored. He is also one of only three players to break the 800 goal mark, along with Gretzky and Gordie Howe. And he holds several other scoring records, like most power play goals, most goals scored in, in away games, most overtime goals, and most goals with the same team as he's played his entire career now with Washington. So, actually, uh, in my little mistake, <laughs> I thought this was going to be episode eight. So, I picked the Ovechkin card because his jersey number <laughs> is eight. eight. <laughs> J-Lock, that's funny. <laughs> and I wrote down eight great things about the great eight, which well, is what they also call Alexander Ovechkin. They call him the great eight because of, of his jersey number. J-Lock, so, you, you go right ahead and use your great eight because you work so hard. So, I did. So, I did. I worked what, super hard. So, <laughs> so I worked super hard and I want credit. So, Jay, like, just give us seven of the grade eight because it's episode yeah, no, seven. No, I got to do, do all eight. So, <laughs> here we go. A little bit about Alexander Ovechkin. Jay, Jay, the, the, yes. the podcasts are numbered on uh, on all the <laughs> platforms. Like, literally, it literally wow. says episode six. I, <laughs> I, just re, I just record them. I don't go back and count them. Go ahead with your great eight. <laughs> Alex Ovechkin, card of the week. Alex Ovechkin, card of the week, the great eight. Okay, number one. Um, Alex has freakish athletic talent right down to his DNA. His mother, Tatiana, was an Olympic gold medalist, winning bas- gold in basketball in both 1976 and 1980. She was also a leader in the Moscow Dynamo women's basketball teams and his father Mikhail played soccer or what do you call it foot hockey <laughs> at a very high level as well that's foot hockey in Russia yeah foot hockey in Russia yes so um, number two uh, actually Ovechkin is uh, motivated very highly by some childhood tragedy so his older brother Sergei introduced him to ice hockey and um, supported him through his younger childhood years. He drove him to a lot of hockey games if his parents couldn't make it, stuff like that. He really looked up to his older brother and uh, when Alex was 10, Sergei was involved in a car accident and a couple days later he passed away due to a blood clot. So to this day, when Ovechkin scores, you will see him salute up to the sky and that's in his in honor yet to his brother Sergei. I did not know that, Jay Luck, that's beautiful. Yeah, yep. he, uh, uh, when Alex was a kid, uh, that's also the time when uh, communism in Russia kind of collapsed. So he grew up in a bit of a Wild West time. He lost a lot of friends um, to drugs and to prison. He stated in a GQ interview that, yeah, a lot of my friends are in prison and a lot are dead. And that was due to drugs and all that crap, as he called it. And that was, you know, in the turbulent times of the early 90s when... Russia was under a bit of turmoil. Right. So, as opposed to today three. where everything is calm in Russia. <laughs> Got it. Well, that's I wouldn't say it's calm, but you know, it was gotcha. it was quite a switch from the the 70s and 80s when when uh, when they had a bit of a turnaround there in the 90s. Number 3. He is married with children. So, uh, once his hockey career took off, Ovi, of course, had a lot of cash to, to flash around. And back home in Russia, he was he became known as quite the partying playboy. So he would haunt the high-end Moscow nightclubs. He was written up about in all kinds of gossip columns and newspaper articles. And uh, was always linked to or dating various Russian starlets. So it was uh, quite something when in 2016 Ovechkin settled down. He married Anastasia Shupskaya, and they now have two sons, Sergei, named after his older brother that he worships, and Ilya. 
Number four, he is regarded as chummy or close to the Russian president, Vladimir Putin. By his own accounts, he has Putin's DACA or home number, uh, has received a wedding present from him, and uh, he even started an online uh, thing called Team Putin. If you go on his Instagram, uh, back in 2017, I believe he started this thing, and it was to help organize a strong and united Russia. Wow. So he said it's not about politics; it's just about that he's a, a proud patriot. He's you know fond of his home country. That's where all his friends, family are from. So he does what he can to support Russia. Interesting. Yeah. Number five, there is an unofficial Alexander Ovechkin museum kept at the family's home outside of Moscow. There is a big tennis court there, surrounded by oversized Ovechkin banners. Uh, there is an Ulf Dahlen. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that name right, but there's an Ulf Dahlen San Jose Sharks jersey displayed, and that was the first piece of memorabilia in, from the NHL that his dad bought him. Uh, there is a statue of Ovechkin there that Capitals owner Ted Leonos no Leonisus. Sure, let's go with that. <laughs> that he commissioned during his rookie year, so. This owner commissioned a nice statue of Ovechkin, and it's there in the, in the unofficial museum. And they also have a lovely painting of Ovechkin riding a horse while playing. Can you guess? Foot hockey. No, he's playing the mandolin. Now, foot, I don't know foot hockey is way more fun than the mandolin. I'll tell you that right now. I don't know if Ovechkin actually plays the mandolin, but there's a picture of him on a horse With one. riding a horse while playing the mandolin. I got news for you. When Ovechkin goes to Russia, he does whatever he wants, okay? <laughs> He's like, I want a mandolin. They're like, here you go. Trust here you me. go. He's getting whatever he wants. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Number six, growing up, um, Alexander was a huge Penguins fan. He, uh, he followed the Penguins because Mario Lemieux was his idol. And the first signed stick that he ever got when he was in the NHL was from Mario, and he received that in his rookie year. Ironically, it was the Penguins who would keep Ovechkin from uh, getting past the second round of the playoffs many times. And Sidney Crosby was always a main rival of his as they uh, started their NHL careers at the same year. And they, uh, in 2018, when he finally managed uh, when Washington finally managed to win the cup they did so by beating Pittsburgh out so there's a little bit of irony there in 2018 Ovechkin was finally able to hoist the cup after beating the Vegas Golden Knights for Lord Stanley's trophy now his celebrations with that cup after that win are are becoming legendary he uh he took the cup partying to the nightclub the night they won and that went on till the wee hours of the morning he went swimming with it in a fountain, I believe back in Washington. He took it home and barbecued and slept with it in, uh, at home in Virginia. It's getting weird now, but okay. Yeah, and then he took it on a whirlwind tour in Moscow where they visited the Red Square, the Moscow Dynamo training facility, which is where he played before he became an NHL player, and to his boyhood home. So I guess the cup has seen the painting of him on the horse and the mandolin. Yeah, with the mandolin, nice. Yeah, nice. So that brings us to number eight. Ovi is no slouch when he is off the ice. So when he's not training, scoring goals, throwing hard body checks, or guzzling beer from the Stanley Cup, he can be found in the classroom. Dispelling the notion that jocks can't think, Ovechkin, and this is as of June 2021, Novechkin is studying for and he's close to obtaining a Doctor of Sciences in... Can you guess what he would begin a Doctor of Science in? I couldn't even begin to guess. <laughs> Political Pedagog science. Pedagogical sciences. See, that's what I said. That's right. Alright, I'm gonna so. I'm gonna hate myself for asking. <laughs> what is what is what what was the word you just said? Pedagogical? Pedagogical science. All right, I'm going to ask, what is that? You don't know what that is? No, I do not. No? So apparently that is the science like of you teaching did. and learning. It's what? So how, it's the science of teaching and learning. So it's the science of how somebody might teach or learn. 
Hey, 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 wait, wait, I can have some fun with this. Okay. So, oh, okay. Yeah, you're yeah, sick. Now, be honest. Did you know what this was before? No. I, no oh, okay. I didn't so, you tried when, to make. When, oh. I, when I came across this little fact, I'm like, I don't have a clue what that is. So, I had to go on the Google machine and find out. And apparently, yeah, it's the science of, of teaching and learning. Different okay. So, of he you... is just, just, just so I understand this. He, he has a hundred bajillion dollars in the bank. And in his mm-hmm. spare time, he is learning about learning. Mm-hmm. Or, or teaching, yeah. Wow. You know what? There's some genes that I'm just missing. <laughs> there really, truly is. Because if I had uh, if I had a tenth of Ovi's o- o- money, I'd be like, yeah. yeah, I ain't learning nothing new. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, that, you know what? Like, I was pretty, I, I had never heard this, anything about this at all. And uh, if he have, now again, this is as of June 2021. He was close to obtaining it, so he he might have by now. I don't know, but if he does, that's the Russian equivalent of a PhD. Oh, good for him! Honestly, good and, for him. Uh, that's wonderful. So maybe when he passes Gretzky in total goal score, he will be known as the professor. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there, Jay. There you go. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, that is our card of the week. I, Alexander Ovechkin, number eight from the Washington Capitals. I love your eight facts about Ovechkin because you thought his number eight and his episode <laughs> eight, but it's seven. But I, I have a question. Um, the card of the week last time was Wayne Gretzky. How come you didn't have ninety nine facts about Gretzky? I, you know, I knew we weren't at episode ninety nine. <laughs> oh, all right, well, that gives us something to look forward to. At episode ninety nine, we'll revisit Wayne Gretzky rookie card. We might. And ninety nine, Jay Lock. Jay Lock, you you want to really think about down the road with this uh, numbers and facts thing because. <laughs> <laughs> we will literally be here for seven days while you try and give out 98 great things about Connor Bedard. Like, it'll just be... Oh, that's right. 98. Oh, 98, yeah. Start, I'll start working on it right now. Start working on it now. All right. It's a million-dollar card. J-Lock, uh, the OV facts, uh, amazing. We learned a lot about Ovechkin that I didn't know about um, his fascination to learn about learning. Good for him. Yeah. All right. We are... Wrapping up episode seven, not episode eight, episode seven. And um, that's it. Cardswithjuice.com. Cardswithjuice at Instagram. Cardswithjuice at the tick. Go over there. Take a look at our Connor Bedard hunting videos that are dropping uh, this weekend. What's the date today? It is the 12th today as we're recording this. Uh, So if you're listening today, go to our social medias you'll see the videos if you're listening later on just go back they're there you'll find them does card with juice hit the conor bedard redemption join us and find out jaylock if you have nothing to add i'm out you're out we're good we're good sir thank you to all our faithful listeners and we'll talk to you on episode eight cards with juice we're out